Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerf Herders Podcast, Episode Sup? Seven. Sup? It is the post-war recap. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's right. We had a war. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Yeah, we, we both had wars. That was a while ago. Yeah. When we Anyways, had Lucas on. I am Bubbleello, and your fact for the day is: even though I am a metalhead, and I majority of I listen to metal the majority of the time, I cannot speak today. I'm so off. Anyways, I have a soft spot for 80s pop and new wave. So, nah. Part of me wants to go, oh, how cute. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's right. I am Vlad Neko, and for my fact, I just had surgery on my ear on Wednesday, and I cannot hear Jack Squat out of my right ear. It sounded so unfortunate when you sit, sit on the left side of all of your classes, and you have to read your teacher's lips nonstop. It's really annoying. I was actually yeah. thinking about, uh, like, deaf people and them reading lips earlier today. That's pretty That's pretty coincidental <laughs> right there. You know what that means, Bobo? That what just means that, mean? that we're very, very good friends. If we were women, <laughs> I'm in your head. If we were women, our mentors would be sinking. I'm in... <laughs> I think about that one. <laughs> it's slightly gross. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it, it sounded a little less gross in my head. Yeah. I so, on the agenda today, Rimdell, which is kind of not <laughs> like us, but the blaster is an infamous blaster, one that is known throughout the nerfing lands as just sucks so much Shit. ass. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to excuse myself on saying that. It just sucks so much ass. Um, it's the Tech 3, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Since there's nothing coming out until fall, we might as well do the Tech 3. Right? Well, I will tell you right now, I have some surprising little things about the Tech 3 I will get into when we crimdell. After that, uh, we're going to talk about our wars, which uh, both of us went to. Not the same one, but different ones. That'd be weird if I went all the way up to Ohio or Vlad came all the way down to Georgia. Um, So yeah, we're going to talk about wars. And then we have... We have a very, very special guest. I'm not going to say what's going on, but let's just say he is going to take us to a whole nother time and place with a story. A very, very fun story. One that will awaken your imagination and maybe even touch your heart. That's <laughs> awful. Wow, you are really, you are really like, you're building the story up. I know, right? I had like a Disney movie. This summer comes the movie that will warm your heart and bring the family together. Something about dogs going on an adventure because everyone loves that. Do kids love dogs going on adventures anymore, or was that kind of like a 90s thing? I feel uh, like that was just a 90s kids thing. Hashtag true like, 90s kids. Uh, oh, there's Balto, the... Uh, oh, man, there is Husky. Balto. I forgot about that. Balto, and then... Um, oh, oh, um... The, the one with Sassy, uh, the cat, and Champ. Homeward Bound? Yes! Oh and my god, why couldn't I think of that? Then you had uh, Oscar and Milo. Mm-hmm. Was that an 80s movie? I have no idea. I I'm gonna put remember. Beethoven up on there that. as well. Beethoven's going on that list yeah, as Beethoven. well. Uh, Airbud? No. <laughs> that was early 2000s. Airbud, Lost then... in a Forest. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Air Buddies, because... 
Oh every god! Buddy died. <laughs> every Christmas they come out with a new Santa buddies, and it makes me want to shoot myself. <laughs> Just one day, there's gonna be a, a letter, and it's gonna say, "Couldn't take it anymore." <laughs> it's not funny. That's a horrible, horrible thing to talk about. But uh, that kind I, of is. I say we we should start with with our uh, wonderful Crimdel and just this is uh, let's start with let's do with the let's go with the tech three so Vlad would you like to start with cost (laughs) a bad segue cost oh man what are they like they're $5.99 for three oh for three three. damn the price came down since hold on a second there's a huge storm and I hear somebody yelling upstairs oh Okay, for a second I thought that there was like a tornado, and I was gonna have to get down in the basement, which I already knew. Abandoned ship. <laughs> Abandoned post. No, 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 you Abandoned stare post. that tornado in the face and you punch it. <laughs> <laughs> you stay, I punch it right into the podcast. You stare at right in tentacles, sure. Yeah. Um, if I could out, it's because we spontaneously lost power in the modem yeah, guy. Yeah, we, we, okay. we have like a storm going on over here, but that's what the power of editing allows us, so if something <laughs> bad happens, we can just edit it and our audience will never know. Yeah, they're never okay. gonna know that. Hold on, I got a call from Neil. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, let me bring up the rest of this. Hey, speaking of editing, we're gonna edit this out. Ha 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 ha. I, I might just keep the part we no, got. Oh, don't leave. Shit, Neil. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, talk to you on, uh, I'll talk to you on G Plus or whatever. I, I don't know how adding people. Oh, there you are. Okay, I see you. And you can just you. click the link that I gave him. Shut up, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I'll chat to you on there and then I'll add you when the time comes. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. I don't even know about you anymore. Okay. <laughs> alright, alright, I'm done with that. Please please edit okay. that whole thing out so we have a nice, smooth... The more, our podcast is clunky. <laughs> and you're clunky. <laughs> I am. No, I'm actually quite smooth and delicate. I'm gonna edit that out. No, you <laughs> won't. You'll leave it. <laughs> um, alright, so, what, okay, is, so what, is, what is your cost? Cost. When I bought mine, it was... Five bucks for a two-pack. Really? And that was... Yeah. Maybe that's just a Northwest Ohio thing. I just found a thing about... You know you're a true Toledoan when... And then all these different things. It's like... You're the biggest fan of the Mud Hens And Chain Stores. Something, something, something. It's like... Oh, God. All of these are accurate. And one of those might as well have been... You pay five bucks for a two-pack of Busby Tech Breeze. Which sucked ass. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Even for a three-pack for five bucks, I can't justify that. Yeah. Not even just for the different colored darts and everything. That's like a half. Like, well, get you're, you're going to actually be surprised by mine. I give it a five for price, because if you break it down, you're paying like two bucks per, right? And Dude, I, mean, I won't even say that they're worth fifty cents. I'm I'm gonna let me let me just say this. I was gonna wait for uh, what was it distance and stuff, but Tech Threes have gotten better over time. It's really weird, but they've somehow gotten better. I don't know how, but they have. Basically, to the point where they're kind of too good for awfuls now. Yeah, but I mean, still. If, they, it, it used to shoot five feet. Now it shoots over, or like fifteen. 
it's kind of it's amazing. Still pretty bad. Hey, Ben. It's still pretty bad. Have you seen the size of the plunger tube inside yes. of those things? They are tiny. Yes. So, so I mean, is it's the not plunger tube inside of that Captain America shield. Like it's smaller than that, which is huh. really scary. Hmm. So, well, smallest me, plunger tube in the world goes to. I'm the gonna give the the Tech Three a five. And I'm trying to find Neil on G+, but it's just not working. I gave him a link. You know what? You know what? Because I'm smart and I try to make things go smooth, but you won't let them be smooth. You want me, them to be clunky. Let me add them in here. So, now, after cost comes rate of fire. Uh, right. so, do you want to do this one first, or...? Do you want to? Uh... I give it a two just because it has a manual rotation and it's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give it a two. There are worse things, I'm, but I give it a two. There are worse things. I'm going to give it a three. There he is. Uh, yeah, I'm here. And uh, we just have a breaking news report. My friend Neil is in the studio with us right now. Say hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. <laughs> this is Neil. You may know him from the wonderful, wonderful HBZ documentary that he did. What, what's it called again, just so the people know, Neil? Uh, Z-Day, a first-hand account of the faux zombie apocalypse. Yes, yeah. I recommend it to everyone. It's really good. And you get to see me as a freshman in college, and it's kind of adorable. You were so cute! <laughs> Back when I was scared. Anyways, so uh, Neil, to catch you up on things, we are going over the Tech 3. I'm sure you know the Tech 3, even though you're not like a big nerfer or you know you don't do modifications. Not whatever. anymore. Not everyone, anymore. everyone knows about the Tech 3 and how ju just the how bad it is. So um, we've already gone over cost. What would you say for the cost of the Tech 3 if I told you it's 5.99 for a three pack? Um, I would say that they should pay you to buy it. That's the best way I could describe <laughs> it, is that they should pay you $5.99 to buy that thing. I'm gonna give Niels, I'm gonna interpret that as like a negative score. <laughs> yes, that is, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a first to have a negative score. <laughs> it's it's um, only logical. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I said a two for rate of fire because it's it's still really bad. So, Vlad, what would you give for Rate of Fire? I would give it a 3, because at least you can, like, prime it somewhat fast. It doesn't have the greatest, like, output, but you can still prime it pretty fast, get that next dart out. Just don't have a whole lot of darts on hand. So, it's a 3. Neil, what would you say for Rate of Fire? Rate of Fire is just, like, how fast you can fire, right? Yeah, basically. Of course. <laughs> of course, I figured. Um, I don't know, since I've never really... I don't know, I... I'm a weirdo in the sense that I would have to judge Rate of Fire just in terms of, like, how it would rate, how it would go, like, if I was in a combat or something. And since no sane person would ever use the Tech 3 in combat, I cannot give it a real answer. That's an N.A. from... So we'll just put an N.A. <laughs> you could say uh, square root of negative one, which is an imaginary number, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, next up for the Tech 3 is ergonomics. I'm going to give this a zero just because of how... Okay, one, it's... Actually, no, I give it a .5. I'm going to give it a .5 that's because it fits in my hand, and that's a good thing. I can actually, like, use it, 
but that priming handle, which is also like a carabiner, is so flimsy and awful. It ugh, just everything about it is awful, and so it gets a point five. Like they tried, and I know it's for little kids' hands, so they have a totally different story about it. But for me, it fits like I could put my fingers all the way around it. It's that tiny, so it gets a point five. Yeah. I gotta give it a zero because it's just so damn tiny. I've only found one use for this blaster. To chuck at people? Overall. <laughs> that would be the second you know I now have two uses. No. First use is for a cosplay piece. A friend of mine uh, wants gun? like a... Hey, my own yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> I could explain that, but I won't. <laughs> I, Anything you know, that's I know exactly. Fits in a, like your sock as a prostitute gun. Yay! Well, this one is going to require a custom-made or customized garter uh, to hold it close to your hoo-ha so that it's hidden away. I would um, play HVZ specifically for that purpose to wear a, a fake garter <laughs> with a tech three. <laughs> I'd watch you play HVZ dressed as that nail. You'd watch me do a lot of things. You already have. Okay? <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> It's our secret. They need to know. They need to know. <laughs> Neil, oh god, what what do you say about the ergonomics? It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've held it like a couple times, and there was just no position that felt comfortable or correct. It just feels like. I don't know, it feels like a drunk person designed this and was like, there we go, kids are like it. Misguided on all accounts. I, I know it sounds like I'm really bitter towards this gun, and I just want no, you to there's know... there's total reasons to be bitter towards well, the tech well, yeah, well, I was, well, I was just gonna say, like, I know it sounds like I'm really bitter and angry towards this gun, and I just want to clear the air and make it known that I am, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next one is modding. Neil, you can start with modding on this one. I have never modded this thing because I value my sanity. <laughs> I intentionally didn't hang out with film kids at SCAD just for that same purpose. Oh god. Of not losing my sanity, because sanity Vlad, is very important. Vlad, what would you give for modding? I would give a negative three because wow. I open it up and it would not go back together. That's but I guess I can't give it a negative, so I give it a zero. I, I'm, so, I'm, zero glad you, I'm, I'm glad you won't. said zero because I was going to say back when Lord Pinocchio got his hands on it, um, he actually tried modding it, and it turns out that no matter what you do to it, if you break like the pegs on it or if you try and drill the pegs out, it does not work. I don't know if, it, if they have changed that at all, but from my experience in the history of trying to mod this, if you try and mod it, it will break. So it automatically gets a zero. So I'm happy you said a zero because if you had said anything with a positive integer, I would have told you you're wrong and then <laughs> made you change your score. Would you say this is the equivalent of like the new MacBook Pros? Ooh, the Tech 3 is equivalent to the new MacBook Pros. That is a good comparison. Just like how the Cam Blaster is like Beats by Dre. Which is funny because Apple's trying to buy Beats now, but that's not Nerf related, so we won't go into it. Two fruits are gonna be together: apples and beets. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Neil. I know. I'm just. I'm a sassy motherfucker. 
All right, Vlad, I'll start distance. I'm going to give it a six. Surprisingly, I'm going to give it a six, and here's the reason why. Because back in the old days of yore, the Tech 3 got like five feet, right? Five feet max. Now it is too good for awfuls, which is surprising. So I give it a six because they tried. Yeah. They get a, they get a gold star for trying. <laughs> they get a six for effort. It's something. Hey. So yeah, I give it a six. <laughs> okay. Quick update. The sky is now purple, and this makes me somewhat uneasy. Uh, there's absolutely no wind, so I have a feeling I'm going to get wrecked by a tornado. But no, the no, show no. must go on. If your sky is green, you're going to get wrecked by a tornado. But uh, purple, no, it just... They, they mentioned something about, like... Um, the sky colors? Well, no, they just mentioned something about, like, thunderstorms coming up, which are very brief, and they'll just be in the lane, but they're not going to wreck anything. So you, you should be Ohio, okay. Neil. You, you obviously have oh. never been to Northwest Ohio. <laughs> I've been to Ohio a few times, but I've never been to that place that you just mentioned. All right, yeah. back on subject. What would yeah, you give for distance? Back flat? on subject. Distance, I'm going to give it a two because I don't care how good it's gotten since the old days of yore uh, when the nice old lady looked like a whore. It still sucks very, very large ballast. It, it's better range than some other blasters that have good credit. Okay, look. Okay, let's hey, use hey, vomiting as an example. Last time, I only got halfway to the uh, bathroom before I lost it. This time, three quarters <laughs> of the way. That's good, right? That deserves a pat on the back, doesn't it? Does. it? You, get no. a, you get a cookie. <laughs> but I just threw up, so why would I want a cookie? I don't know. Now, There's always I, room for cookies. If I managed to projectile vomit into the toilet from three quarters of the way to the bathroom, then, then... I would deserve the head on the head. Okay? I rest my case with the two. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Neil, what do you say for a distance? Um, my dick is longer than the rate of distance the thing fires. <laughs> Just um, for anyone who doesn't get it, his dick is tiny. It's so small. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. It's, 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 I... I was not impressed, but I think I generally just sort of... Neither was that. she, Neil. Oh! oh. <laughs> Why do you hurt me like you this? You walked right into this. Yeah, I would have to say Set I did. this up yourself. I, I thought this would be really funny, and now it's just hurting me. This is horrible. Why would you do this to me? Um, I... We hurt you because we love you. There was no love involved in that. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> I only, I've only fired it a couple times, and every time it was just like the, the only thing that came to mind was why? Why does this? <laughs> who would use this besides like five-year-olds who are kidding themselves into thinking they're playing like cops and robbers? <laughs> it is. It is. It, the, like the firing range is, is the equivalent of a limp dick. So there you go. I like. It, it. has the same trajectory too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only had a little bit of alcohol, I promise. <laughs> Alright, and last is ease of loading. Uh, Neil, would you like to start this one? Um, honestly, that was one of the things that didn't bother me about it too much. I mean, like, I, uh, I, I'm sure you guys have talked about the Tech 6 before, but, like, I absolutely adore the Tech 6, and I didn't really find it harder to load than the Tech 6, so, I mean, I guess I would give it an adequate numerical range. I mean, like, I... I don't know enough about it to be able to be like, 
this number is the one that I give it. And but I don't, I don't know. Someone give someone like put a score in there for me. I'm glad you can do that. You can do a score for him. Um, he's going to give it a 10 because he has a boner for it. Oops, no, I'm kidding. Um, that's how I describe how people really, really love things. Bobo and his uh, rapid strikes now. Yeah. No, um... I, yeah. We're starting to arouse and we need to be careful. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. The, <laughs> the uh, trajectory... Of the Tech 3 no longer... Oh, shit. How do I want to say this? It is no longer representative of the Viking Palace. Is that a good way of saying it? I don't know, Anyways. but you know what, what What you should be representing is how uh, your number four is <laughs> use of loading. That was the worst segue, so... Anyways, just tell me the use of loading. Shut up. For me, yeah. I gotta give it a five, because it's a front loader. It's pretty simple, pretty fast, pretty easy. Neil would probably give it, like, a four. I also give it a 5 because you know how I work. Uh, clips get automatic 10s, front loading gets automatic 5s, and then I don't know what else. Like, I know there's top loading and stuff, but... It just, it's just an imaginary number. So yeah, it gets a 5. Uh, so, Vlad, let's add up our uh, our, our Crimdel and see what the average is. Oh god, this is going to be awful, I can already tell. Yeah. It's going to hurt. I have to remember that we divide by six. I feel so stupid. What? Yeah, I hit it. 2.5. I get 1.75. Tis accurate. Tis accurate. You're going to be surprised. It got a 3.083 from me. Ew. It sounds about right. I mean, seriously, that distance score I gave it, it helped it immensely. Because it'd have a two point something if not for that six. And it sounds to me like Neil gave it a limp phallus. Okay. Yep. Just like I give everything. It is exciting. <laughs> Alright, so now that the Crimdel is over, we're going to go over uh, the main subject today. Neil, you may actually be able to uh, comment in on this because we're talking about wars. We're talking about nerf wars. Uh, wars oh, I thought we were going to talk about the Vietnam War where I watched my friend Johnny get blown up by a landmine. I saw some things and stuff. I had to. I had to take him. I had to take the remains of him uh, back home to his mother in Ziploc bags. <laughs> but Lieutenant Dan, you have ain't got I, no legs. Have I ever told legs you my, my big bucket list idea for when I'm old? How many of them are like wreck? <laughs> you're going to wreck a nursing home? And yeah, I'm going to put into a nursing home, and I haven't died by like you know the age of eighty or something. I'm gonna. This is how I see it in my head, and I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but it sounds like it'd be really fun. Probably lead to me being sedated a bunch, but uh, <laughs> just imagine nurse walks in to my, I don't know, a nurse call? I don't know what they're called. Anyways, she opens the door, the bed is flipped over, the tables are all flipped over, I'm behind the bed with the, the bedpan over my head, and my cane in one hand going, Charlie on nine o'clock and like throwing, I guess, diapers across the room. Anything that's round or can be thrown. She's like, Mister, I'm not gonna say my last name, but Mister Bobo, what's going on? Like, it's Nom, Nom, get me out! Mister Bobo, you weren't in Nom. You're too young. Be like, you don't know what it's like to see your friend die. 
There's gonna be like a there's gonna be like a rosebud Citizen Kane <laughs> moment where you're talking about it's numb, and then they do like a whole flashback and you find out you're talking about Nerfomania. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just that, that, I, I, that's one thing I want to happen, but I can only see the consequences of, the, of that being really, 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 really bad. Like three guys holding me down while they inject me with a bunch of sedatives. Bad. So. Can you say ISO cubes? tranquilizers. Yeah. Yeah. But we're talking about wars. Wars, NIC wars, stock wars. Uh, are there really any other kind of wars? HVZ? That's not really a war, but... Wars! That's, wars. That's, that's the... So, Vlad, how was your war? <laughs> My war was cool. Um, I'm going to kind of get a little angry at something real quick. Okay, so... The war was... The war that I went to was posted like month, well, not quite months, but like a month, month and a half in advance, and it was advertised to one of the local colleges who has a big HBZ group. Well, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, we're gonna come. The noob side was going to number close to like eight, like that, which is pretty big for one of our wars, where the average number total is eight to ten. So a ton of people are supposed to be coming. Well, about a week before the war, they announced their own war was going to be happening. It's like, but you said you were going to come. Even your officers are like, hey, we're going to come and hang out and shoot. And yeah, we had one guy show up from that college. I'm not going to name the college, but uh, the guy who came, he knows who he is. I don't know if he listens, but he's a cool guy. I ran with him during the doors. Uh, the doors game that we played, which Neil Doors is like head-to-head assault. Um, okay. The location is a church, and oh. it's kind of like a school with a church connected to it, and there's I went, I went classrooms and hallways and doors all over, and yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. I went to one um, of those, but that was... I have gone to two of those, grade school and high school. Yeah, um... Same. Preschool um, to elementary school. I would just like to say, if you say yeah, you're coming to a war, and then you create your own war, you're kind of a douche. Yeah, you're a bag of dicks, and <laughs> you should eat them. You should eat them. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just, I don't know, just, even from just, like, a professional level, which, I mean, like, I know that, you know, nerf warring and, like, you know like, actual, like, jobs and whatnot are very different things, but even just, like, from a professional perspective, that's that's really not cool. That's really, really not right. okay. Yeah. Zuckerberg, it's yeah. kind of... It's really a respect issue there, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a major disrespect. But, you know, the guys that came out were cool. My dad actually came out and played with us, which was a lot of fun. I would just um, like to put out, I love seeing parents play with their kids. I think it's one of the like the coolest things you can do is support your kid and show up with them and play together. Uh, we have, was it three dads, four dads who play with us at our Southeast Wars, which is pretty cool. Uh, so it's nice to see, you know, the older generation, the newer generation playing together and having a good time. So I, I, I really do love seeing that. So it's like one of my favorite things about wars is seeing the family come together and wreck together. R-E-K-T hashtag MLG. Why do you say these things? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was pretty cool until my dad popped me in the face, and then I was like, oh, this is slightly less cool, but then I beamed him in the leg with a uh, zing bone, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, 
<laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so we had like eight people come out, and there were some people who were looking for a meeting, and they were like, oh, well, we don't know where the meeting is. Hey, come on inside and play Nerf with us. And they're like, okay. So who would turn they that came down? inside. Exactly. Well, last time we had a chick looking for the like AA meeting, and she was like, no, I'm not going to play with you guys. Not here. Yeah. So teenagers, yeah, we don't need her. Yeah. Uh, two teenagers that come in, and they're like, we don't have any Nerf blasters to play with. And of course, we have loners. And the chick notices my sweet revenge that I just got that my dad was making fun of me for. And she goes, you know, just the classic, like, oh, gee, what's that? So I had to show it off and everything. That was a lot of fun, because then everybody, my dad's like, oh, yeah, you know, I wish I had a pretty pink blaster, too. Well, everybody else in the room's like, no, I seriously do wish that I had a pretty pink blaster like that, because If you don't like pink, you're not a real man. <laughs> the Viking has spoken. <laughs> The mighty guy Crimdell has Thundermad spoken. has given a command. <laughs> a commandment. Thou shalt love me if thou wants to be a man. Oh. Real men have curves. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they... Like this butter a knife. Yes. They... Yes. They 4.jpg. 4.jpg. They 4.jpg so He only knows about so, yeah. 4.jpg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, the war... We played the classic noobs versus vets. I ran with my Zingbo and two pistols, my Sweet Revenge and my Strong Arm. Uh, then we played Door. No, I'm sorry. We played. Yeah, we played Doors, and then Space Hulk. Bobo. You Space told me about Hulk Space Hulk. It's glorious. Wow. Uh, we need we, more people. We, to we make had it an even indoor better. area to play in, but we don't. So. If we had more people, it would have been even better. And if I had gone with a pistol as the medic instead of the melee, it would have been a little bit more fair because nobody could get close to us before we just wrecked them. So we had a guy with a heavy weapon and then two melees. There was no way anything was getting near us, um, which was kind of cool because, you know, we survived. <laughs> um, and then it was like 11.30, 12 o'clock, and we're like, yeah, that's a night. So that's how our world. Oh, went. you guys ended really late. Yeah, well, I mean, we started at eight. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like we went all day, unlike you guys. Yep. So, go ahead, and tell us. All right. So our war was um, it doesn't have a name. We've talked about this in the southeast group, and I think we're just gonna call it the next Georgia Nerf War, which is kind of. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I think we had about 12 people? Something like that. Pretty small compared to, like, Nomni, which gets about 20, 25. And that's the biggest in the year. But we did create two new game types uh, that I am proud to say I am basically the inventor of. First is, uh, well, you know, not the inventor of this one, which is the Civil War slash Volley. And how that works is you get into a line. You get two teams, you get into a line and you space out about arms width apart, and you do rock, paper, scissors to see which line shoots first. You fire one shot, the other team fires one shot, and then you take a big step forward, and whoever gets hit is out. Um, that was a really interesting round, because I think we got up to about 30 feet before I was hit out, and that was the last one on my team. <laughs> but nothing compares to Conga Line Freeze Tag, which is like the greatest round type ever. 
Uh, freeze tag is two teams. When you're shot, you freeze in place. The only way to get back in is by your teammate tagging you, or there's another modified rule where they can shoot you back in with their darts. Uh, conga line freeze tag is regular freeze tag, except... Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, every, basically, you get into a line, and you walk up to the other person's line, and everyone stands behind the person in the front, and they're basically a big meat shield. And you... There's no... It's just freeze tag, except you stay in a line until the meat shield can't take it anymore, and they retreat, and then basically they get taken out because people spread out, and they can't get tagged in. It's really sadistic. It's not for those who don't like pain, because headshots are really easy at about 30 feet with homemades, and uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, I want to put a video together of, you know, my GoPro footage of it, but it does not do it any justice at all, having, like, rows of five people just firing non-stop at rows. It, it's so, it's so stupid, but it's so much fun. So I think we might actually be incorporating that into our next wars. So, yeah. That sounds like that psychological sounds torture. Dude, it was so much fun. I was meat shield both times for my team, and... It kind of sucked, but at the same time, you're laughing too much. You're laughing so much from being shot everywhere on your body, you kind of forget you're being shot most of the time. Don't know how to explain it, but it's really sadistic. Um, besides that, Modman brought a quadrocopter, which was pretty cool, so we got some interesting shots from that. And uh, I discussed my war, which I want to do in the fall, called Wrecked. Uh, R-E-K-T. I don't think... It's either going to be called Wrecked or Shitstorm. I don't know yet. But basically, it's a 90% unbanned war because I want to put the Southeast on the map as the most hardcore nerfing scene in the world. Uh, so yeah, just imagine hydrocannons being a legal thing during a round. Yeah. That sounds like waivers need to be signed. Oh yeah, I'm actually going to have people sign waivers, and I might incorporate a rule that states you need a full facial mask, because I don't... Like, we've we've had kids shot in the face with safety glasses, but you get these huge welts, you know? And they're yeah. really unpleasant. To be sh being shot in the face is really unpleasant, and during Kongline Freeze Tag, I was actually really afraid to open my mouth, because I thought, uh, you know, I've seen videos of people playing Airsoft, and they get their tooth chipped, you know, their tooth shot. I was so afraid of getting like one of my teeth knocked out by a dome or something, so I might actually have people buy like a cheap airsoft or paintball mask to bring. Sorry. That'd be a great story. <laughs> no, it would not. The metal kill bills would not be good enough for that story. It's just, but yeah. So wrecked is going to be hopefully the most hardcore of hardcore nerf wars ever. Because I'm weird like that. <laughs> I think it's, it stems slightly from my hatred of silicone domes and people trying to be safe with their darts. <laughs> <laughs> Metal in the dark. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah, our war was really fun. I have to go through the footage. There's some interesting shots in there. Um, yeah, so it was good. It was good stuff. Cool. Nothing too fantastically well, exciting. Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, oh, Bobo. What? Boats. Oh, boats! Have we? Have I not talked about boats here? You mentioned it oh, on the last man. podcast, and if you anybody's listened to the last podcast, they'll know I slipped in a little song behind you announcing boats. 
I, uh, I'm working on my boat. It's going to be glorious. So, boat is a round type I came up with when I was driving to the thrift store with Nam. Uh, we passed by, like, one of those private little pond lake things that people have on their property sometimes. Uh, basically, boats is about six months prior to the war, uh, you start building a cardboard ship. Uh, multiple layers of cardboard. I, I guess Thomas Thompson Waterseal would be in between them. I have no idea how Waterseal works with cardboard, but basically, a cardboard boat. Um, I guess you could wrap it in duct tape. That would actually work. But... Uh, you know, boat that can fit at least two people, and you put a mast on it, and the way it works is you get your, your stuff, and you go out into the water, and you try and shoot holes into the people's masts, I guess. Uh, I guess that's the easier way of doing it, but the way I, the original plan was, you shoot at the people on the boats until, you know, they capsize, or you puncture enough holes in their ship to where it sinks, and you can also take over ships by boarding and flipping it over. <laughs> that was the original idea for boats. <laughs> now, that had, sounds a lot like what... We've also had a modified version of boats where you drive power wheels on dry land. <laughs> <laughs> I, if anyone ever does boats, I want to know about it because... I, I doubt this will ever happen, but if someone does it, please let me know. Okay. Bobo, I'm going to do it. I promise you, it will happen at some point. Hopefully this summer. Now, something similar to this happens every single year at summer camp, which I go to through the Boy Scouts of America because they have some pretty kick-ass summer camps. Um, merit badges can range from awesome to I'm finger-painting. Um, so I tend to stay down by the uh, open boat area where... They have small boat sailing, motor boating, uh, rowing, canoeing, and kayaking. Alright. The instructors said, you're not supposed to do this, but I'm going to turn a blind eye because it's fun as hell. So, canoes are inherently unstable, correct? Uh, I guess, yeah, they're kind of unstable. They're very unstable. Kayaks are a little bit more stable. Best thing about kayaks is you can easily get upright and everything, get back yeah, in. You can flip them and whatever. They're also really fast and really maneuverable. Yeah. So there's four guys. I'm sorry. There's four canoes out in the middle of the lake. There's eight guys in kayaks. The canoes go out first. They're paddling around, doing their thing. Our instructor says, "Now." This is what happened in the last class. I'm not saying that you guys should do this, but it was funny as hell. The kayak guys went out and attacked the canoe guys. Knew it. Like, capsized them. Just, like, just wrecked them. He said there's one canoe that tried to get away instead of fighting back. Yeah. And he said that the kayaks going after them reminded him of wolves hunting down a baby moose. I wish like, I saw this. Was this great. What's even better is when somebody's like, oh yeah, you've seen those like paddle boards where you're standing upright and you have like the weird little yeah, yeah, I've seen those. paddle. It's even better when you hunt those down first. Because like you just nudge one of them with your paddle and they go overboard. Yeah. It's kind of great. So no one can ride that, them 
except for true Hawaiians, according to South Park. <laughs> only, <laughs> only the true Hawaiians can win. Well, I guess I'm not a true Hawaiian. Um, but yeah, so minus the Nerf Blasters, that pretty much was... That was sounds awesome. Time. I wish I saw that. Now, I, next this time I'll try to videotape it for you, because I have you know my off-brand GoPro that I can videotape yeah. stuff with in hey, the water. Hey, Vlad. Now, yeah. I actually had a really good segue for this, but keep going. Okay. Um, so for my boat that I'm designing, I'm going to have it be very, very like shallow, uh, bodied, so that it's kind of wider and kind of longer, so it's very stable. But I'm also going to have a secret weapon, which will easily puncture holes in other boats. When I get this part attached, I'll send you a picture of it, because yes. it's going to make you either, like, spontaneously pop a woody because it's so glorious, <laughs> or you're going to, like, shit out of your ears because it's so devious. Excellent. Or both. Well, Vlad, <laughs> you know, those kayaks hunting down those canoes sounded like a massacre. It oh, was a massacre. You were proud of that, <laughs> what I did Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really bad, but I'm proud of it. Uh, well. You're going to get it next time I see you. The reason why Neil is here today is because I've talked about the Turner Massacre in the past, the SCAD HBZ event where 80 people lost their lives. Not realistically, but in HBZ terms. But there's also another massacre that happened a different year called the Dyson Massacre, which kind of... I don't know. It was first... Was it first year? It was first year, right? First year. Yeah, first, first time year. it was ever played. Uh, the first year that Scott ever played it, uh, this happened. So we have Neil here because he basically experienced it. I didn't. But he knows all the details more than I, you know, more than I do. So today we are going to have story time with my friend Neil, and he's going to take you to a world of imagination and touch your heart. You missed my whole Disney trailer kind of thing that I did for your story. Oh, damn, I wish I had been there. So, Neil, if you'd like to take us to a land of enchantment and death, that would be lovely. So you have the floor, sir. Well, you perfectly just described SCAD right there, so... (laughs) So It will warm your heart and burn your nose with the smell of a paper mill. (laughs) You'll have to take at least two showers because of all the dirty hipsters. It's so true. You'll never get the smell of PBR out of your clothes, no matter how hard you try. All right. Um, So Will was talking about me touching your hearts. Uh, There's also other things I'm going to touch with this story. Like your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Alright, I'll be quiet. Wow, I didn't. I didn't even think it was that funny. But well, if you're laughing, I'm not going to complain. Okay. So the first year of HVZ. I don't know. I feel like I need to begin this segment with a quote. It's a really immortal quote that everyone knows, and it's from what I call the cornerstone of American filmmaking. 
you might know it, it's called Mean Girls. And the quote is, stop trying to make fetch happen, Gretchen. Now there's Thank a, you. Now there's a reason that I'm bringing this up. It's because um, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, especially at Scat HBZ nowadays, like they're really promoting this idea that you have to be the hero. You have to do stupid shit and then exaggerate it and embellish it. rule number whatever, be a hero! Oh my god, that. Yeah, exactly, where it's like, the rule now is be the hero, which is like, that's really annoying because it causes people to go out of their ways to, like, try to take charge of situations where there doesn't really need to be you know, charge taken. And uh, everyone just embellishes to the point where it's, like, really annoying, and then they have to tell all their friends about it, and then they have to tell all the parents about it, which is weird because your, their parents would really just like to hear about how well they did their last test rather than the time they <laughs> shot someone with a Nerf blaster in the face. We're not face. paying you to be a zombie for a week. We're not yeah, paying exactly. you to you know, have you dress up. Exactly. Like, I feel like what it's turned into now is just, like, this huge generator for, like, personal politics with people. Right. I can second it, that. It is, it is, and it's really frustrating. But, like, back in the day, people seem to forget that, like, I remember, um, I remember the third year of Sky HVZ, HVZ uh, when it became an official club, people were talking about, like, the head, the higher-ups, because apparently they had me on board to talk to them, even though they didn't want, really want my help, which was suck, which, uh, sucked, but, you know, that's a different story. Um, they were talking about how they wanted to bring it back to the first year of HBZ. They wanted to bring it back to basics. They wanted to bring back that feeling. And I kept trying to tell them, you know, being the devil's advocate, I was being the thorn in their side saying, guys, you are never going to have that happen because this, like, now, like, that was when freshmen were starting to show up and they're like, yeah, we've heard about SCAD HBZ, so we're gonna, we have to have fr stories to tell our friends. It's better live up to all the hype. Yeah, I gotta be awesome in front of people. You know, it's almost sort of like like going into prison and then beating up the toughest guy you see you know you have to make a name for yourself that's i feel like that's what people do but back in the day you didn't really have that problem you didn't really have that because everyone was on the same level you know everyone was on ground zero of you didn't know what the hell was one. going on exactly nobody knew exactly what to do nobody like, knew what was going on everyone was thrown into the same situation here, and it was here, just a like a perfect example was no one knew you're not supposed to hunt down zombies Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Well, they found that one out pretty early. <laughs> Just even, even though every year they still make that same mistake, you still have these dumbass kids who are like, I have a big Nerf gun. Alright, so, give us, give us the tale of the Dyson Massacre. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, the reason I brought that up is because the Dyson Massacre was one of those stories that you don't even have to embellish to people to have them be like, oh wow, that's insane. Because it's just objectively crazy. Nobody expected it. Okay, so this was about day three. Um, this was the second mission of the game. And of course, I could be that asshole. You know, I could be Leonard Hofstadter's mother in the Big Bang Theory and just be like, oh, well, if you really want to talk about it, go watch my film Z-Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, go watch his film Z-Day. It's wonderful. It's it's uh, Chapter 6, Part 1 and 2. Well, Part 2 has the... Vimeo.com, Neil Logan Butler. Go do Hell it. yeah, go look at it. Um, if you'd like, I'm not one of those guys. It's an hour 30, me. and it's it's seriously like the best HBZ documentary. And that's I'm not saying that just because I know Neil, because it's it seriously is really good. If you ever want to see what it's like to have the first game of HBZ go down at a school, this 
is the one to look at because it has this drama, intensity, heart-pounding action. And a Daft Punk soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I did that before Tron Legacy, to be fair. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so this was the third night, second mission, and the mission was supposed to be really straightforward. What was supposed to happen was the mod squad, the mods, had dropped six boxes across all of the major dormitory buildings. There were uh, Dyson, Weston, Oglethorpe House, Boundary, Barnard, and uh, Turner. Uh, which, you know, the Turner Massacre would later happen the next year, but that's a different story. It's not what we're talking about. Um, so the objective was you had to find four of the six boxes, and you had to get them and retrieve them and get them to Dyson Field. Dyson Field. I don't I know why. Like I just... Dyson, Dyson works, it's like a motel, one of those motels where there's multiple buildings in a row. And yeah. then in the very back corner of the campus, which is basically just a giant parking lot with these motel kind of buildings, there's a massive field just kind of over there. It's great for I, playing sports. It's, it's, it's big enough to where there could be like a football field on it. That's yeah. about the size of it. Yeah, so you have that big field back there, and you have two bridges across this really horrible, muddy, stanky, like, the Dyson ditch Trench. filled with mud. It, the it Dyson seriously Trench. smells awful. It's, it's, yeah. You look at it, and it looks like something you would see. It looks like the Swamp of Sadness from uh, Never Ending Story. That's about what it looks like. It looks like something I ate and dropped, so... <laughs> It's really gross. It's it, is, gross. it is disgusting. So anyways, that was the mission. You had to get four of the six boxes, retrieve them, and take them over to Dyson Field. Now, this was supposed to be a relatively straightforward mission. It wasn't exactly going to be a freebie for the humans, because the idea behind that, as I talked to the moderators like you know, the next year, they were talking about how that was supposed to dwindle down the numbers of humans. But they didn't expect it to do it that well. Um, because the zombies caught whiff of this, and they decided that they were going to fuck shit up, like they always do. So what they did was they, you know, six boxes total. They created about a hundred fake boxes. They found one of them and said, this is what we need to do. So there is actually a picture floating around the internet of all the fake boxes that they made. It's the a only pile. It is a huge pile. It is disgusting how many there are. And the the mods didn't even know about this either. That was when the zombies showed that they were really, like, smart. They were in it to win it. Elizabeth Hood is the best zombie general ever. Elizabeth, ever. if you're ever listening to this, I miss you. <laughs> you're best wonderful. Best zombie general. So good. Anyways. She was wonderful. The only reason that the mods were able to differentiate between the fake boxes and the real boxes, and the zombies didn't pick up on this, was because... The real boxes, the official boxes, had the mod signatures on the bottom of them. They didn't catch on to that, but that was the only way that the humans were able to figure out because they had the mod squad running with them. So it was a really, really, really hectic night um, because the previous mission, the humans did really well. I mean, it still was a bit of a clusterfuck, but, you know, they still did fine. They were all pretty, you know, they were all pretty competent, except for Messiah, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> Messiah. Oh, God, Messiah. You um, could have that for a later date. Yeah, I was going to say, have you ever explained Messiah to them? Um, I, it would take me, like, no. a podcast just to go into detail. <laughs> Messiah. Messiah just basically consisted of A big of group kids. liked to be loud about what they were doing and didn't really know what they were doing. 
Messiah was just basically consisted of those kids in high school who were just like nothing but war movies and oh man, if I was in the same private run, I would have done this. Yeah, a bunch of and, those guys trying to lead each other in a big large group that moved around like a blob and were very loud. Yes, they there was uh, subtlety was not in their vocabulary. It just was not. It was awful. Um, so they they seemed to be leading the mission the second night, which was a really terrible idea because everyone was scattered, but Messiah decided they were going to take control of a situation that didn't necessarily be needed to be taken control of by them. The mod squad had it, but whatever. That's just politics. Um, by the time that the mission had about... I would say about maybe 30 minutes to end, if I remember correctly. It had about 30 minutes to end. The humans had finally gotten over towards the Dyson Weston area, which is about maybe a uh, hundred or so yards away from Dyson Field. Now, the only thing that was stopping them... Well, actually, there were two things that were stopping them. One of them was this huge congregation of zombies, because by that point, the zombie population had equaled the human population. So, this was no longer just like, a, oh, they're just a bunch of little shits, you know, we don't have to worry about them. One-to-one. Yeah, it was one-to-one, essentially. It was just half of the population of players was zombies. So you have this huge group of of zombies just congregating over there, and they were pretty damn organized. That's the worst part. (laughs) They were pretty damn well organized. Um, And then you have the fact that the humans only had three boxes, and one of them was a fake. They didn't catch on. The people that were not with the mod squad had grabbed a fake one, and ugh. they didn't have enough time to go get another one, even though there was one that was relatively close to them. But nobody thought of it. Nobody was paying attention. It's it's detective syndrome, where you keep looking for everything that you totally miss what's under your nose. It was that. Um, so I'll, I'll spare the personal details of... You know, like what I was going through. I was filming on this shitty $80 camera that I got, you know, on sale at Circuit City because someone dropped it. And there I was, you know, filming the entire thing while my asthma is <laughs> acting up. If you ever watch the video, like I'm not coughing, but you can hear me breathing heavily the whole time, which was not a stylistic choice, I can assure you. It was, it was me literally out of air, out of breath. It was terrible. Um, so, some humans ran in, they charged in uh, into the Dyson Weston area. They had to circle a whole lot of places because the zombies were blocking them or were just stalking them and chasing them, and it was, it was terrible. So we finally got to the back parking lot of Weston, and everyone started to, like, you know, to group together, and there's this huge group of zombies guarding Dyson Field. Now, this is not illegal. This is actually very legal for them to do. So the humans decided that they were going to charge them all head, uh, like you know, head first, all at one, and they recited the Lord's Prayer while doing it. It seemed really weird at the time, but on camera it worked. So everyone just like had a blast, and it was really badass. I guess. <laughs> so while they were singing the Lord's Prayer, while they were saying the Lord's Prayer and shooting any zombie that came towards them, they, they actually survived that for the most part. They charged over one of the bridges to get onto Dyson Field. These bridges are basically like only one and a half people can get across. Yeah, it is. they are really narrow and you know, you have a whole bunch of people like trying to get across and it's just, it's terrible. It is just awful. Um, I feel bad for the half person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just kind of crammed up against the side. They're Tyrion from Game of Thrones. Yeah, half person. <laughs> um, 
that was really esoteric. I'm sorry. That was terrible. Uh, so anyways, the humans book it across that really thin bridge, and they make it onto the field. That's great. Except for the fact that they only have two real boxes. One of them is a fake, and there are still a few people running out there searching for real boxes, and they are not going to find them. Just spoiler alert, they're not going to find them. And then, of course, even if they did find them, there's the other fact that the zombies are now crowding around Dyson Field as a whole, just running across, and they're really starting to group around the entrances of the bridges. So the only way that they could possibly get across would be to jump across the smelly, awful mud trench and hope that they don't get tagged. So it already looks pretty bleak for the humans right off the bat. I should I should also mention these trenches aren't just like a shallow trench. They're about what was it, like six feet deep or something like yeah, that? They're, they're like six, six to deep. seven feet deep. And their slopes are probably at about a 60 degree incline, something like yeah. that. Just yeah. really, just a V. Think of a V, and that's the Dyson Trench. A seven foot tall V. It is, yeah, it is It is not good. It is just bad by all accounts. Um, so they're on there. They, they kind of view it as a victory, even though it's not a victory. And just, there's no way they can possibly win. Then they find out that 15... They've been there for about 15 minutes. They find out that by the end of that mission, Dyson Field is no longer a safe spot. That means that the zombies can come and charge. And to spoil... Like, you know, just to go ahead and spoil a whole bunch of, like, just waiting around and seeing what happens, they did. (laughs) They did. Um, I don't have footage of it, but someone was lucky enough to be taking video footage of it on their shitty phone. And this wasn't, like, iPhone quality. This was 2009. So you were lucky to get something that even looked somewhat... And this was in, like, the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. I had to do do so much post-processing on that video. (laughs) You still can't see, like, anything at all except for one person moving. It's really... It's bad. It's really bad. But I did what I could. I did what I could. So, Neil, what happened when they charged? Um, they were just swarming into the bridge, like, just single file, and, oh my god, it was awful. You could hear the screams, and everyone was just having a terrible, terrible time. Uh, some people jumped across the, the trench. Uh, there is now a rule against that, saying that you cannot do that because of the Dyson Massacre. <laughs> A lot of people fell in, and it was really gross. Yeah. Um, long story short, no one survived. How many people, like, died? I know it's not as much as the Turner Massacre, but I know it was quite a bit. It was about 30 or 40, if I, if I remember correctly. Actually, no, I take that back. One person survived, and that was because he hid at the very back of the field. <laughs> just in the corner? Yeah. Just oh, isn't the... there a bush back there? Like, just a small little bush? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what a lucky guy. Yeah, we, awesome. know, we know him, but I don't care for him, but I'm not going to list his name, because <laughs> that, be, that would be rude. But yeah, one person survived that. Everyone else died, and that was, there were some really key players in there that died. It's just it's that one moment in the middle of a film that's just like, oh shit, we don't have control of this anymore. It's the end of the second act. It's like the really bad-looking part for the humans. So yeah. And uh, so yeah, not as good as the Dyson the, Massacre. Dyson. Not as 
not as dramatic, as... but my gosh, if you if just whew. you had to have been there. Fortunately, if you, if you I know what the Dyson Field looks like. It's it's the perfect place to get cluster fucked. <laughs> it is like and what was it the was third say, year they had the, the the bomb that you had to put in the in the field and then it got swarmed again or something like that i think it was third year i think it, yeah i think it was third year that for the final mission the humans had to find five microchips spread out throughout the dorms and then bring it back to a bomb in the middle of the field and of course like the dyson massacre happened all over again they yeah no trench jumping no trench jumping, everyone was just kind of like, I'm gonna do it! Um, but this one, yeah, the, the first one, you never forget your first Dyson Mask. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's about it, really. It's, uh, ever since then, Dyson has been kind of like the place where if you big, need like, you know, the final, final events of the game happen. It's, that's that's where they take place, just as a result of that. So you know, it was very influential. Not as dramatic as the Turner massacre, and then but then again, no one cheated during that one, <laughs> during this one. So yeah, at least the Turner massacre that. was more douche related than anything. Uh, yeah, essentially. But oh well, there you go. <laughs> Hopefully that got you interested somewhat in that whole thing. Hopefully it wasn't such a terrible retelling of that. <laughs> That was well worth it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I tried. Uh, go check out the video if you want. If you can get like Just actual. Just yourself visual. out, Neil. This is your mo- this is your moment. Oh, dude, you know me. I'm not one of those people who's like, you know, you should watch my videos. Oh, have you watched any of them? I'm going to show them to you right now, sticking a computer in front of their face and just hover over you while you watch. I hate those people. I can't do that. Uh-huh. I'm just... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I uh, hate them too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, right? They're the worst. <laughs> Anyways, but if you're interested in watching uh, Z-Day, not Day Z, you'll have it first. Um, yeah. Vimeo.com slash, or just type in Neil Logan Butler Vimeo, and it's one of the albums. Uh, it's about an hour 30, lots of drama, lots of action, uh, me with short hair, and, like, almost no beard. Oh my gosh. And, uh, yeah, you can you can see what Scad's first game was like. It's actually quite good. Lots of wonderful little tidbits in there, so I highly recommend it. It's the, the one HBZ video I'd link everyone. Oh, thank you. <laughs> No so beard kind. was a bad choice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Vlad, do you have a short story, or are we out of time? Um, let's skip story time and just go straight to best of the worst of the oh, internet. Man. Uh, I wish I had a best of the worst. I don't, okay. surprisingly. I have a couple I can say, and yes. you're going to remember some of these. Oh, goody. I'm excited. Neil, best of so, the worst is where we find the best of the worst that has happened since the last podcast. Usually in the form of noobs, arguments, and just overall stupid crap. Oh man, I wish yes. I had stuff to contribute to that, but I don't know if I do. Oh, well. I might just go do some laundry, but I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back, guys. Alright, well, Vlad, okay. what is your best of the worst? Okay, I think I have like three. So, on the NMW page, guy comes in and says, I heated my retaliator stock with water, and now it's out of shape. What is the best way to reshape it? I heard that freezing it works. I understand what he was getting at, but the overall idiocy 
is just, it's too extreme. If you don't understand why that's the best of the worst, <sighs> boiling water is used to get adhesive off, like nerf adhesive. Um, and you're not supposed to leave it in for too long because it can warp the plastic. I don't know how you warp a stock that much. But apparently this kid must have left it in there for like three minutes, and why would freezing the stock help with anything? I know. If anything, you're going to freeze it, then you're going to plunge it back into hot water and you might crack it. Yeah, that's about right. I wouldn't say that's the worst, but it's still, it's just not. It's kind of getting there. It's not too good. Well, I threw this one in here because his last part made me laugh. Uh, so on the NMW, because there's always all always drama about <laughs> all uh, good stuff there. ranges and how you test that. You know, something I've been bothered by in range testing recently. What do I index with in comparison to where I start measuring? Reading this verbatim: front foot, back foot, end of barrel, connection of barrel to power plant. Half of those seem a bit like including your balls and your length. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's the NMW page. Also, uh, this was ooh, back on the 28th that I saw this. Uh, uh, the, the last month. Somebody... Oh, I think Neil is talking to someone. Yep, I'm going to mute Neil. Neil, I'm muting you. Neil, bah, bah. You, are... you are muted now. Okay, he's a mute. Okay. So, somebody posted the home defense Nerf gun, added a retaliator 5 kilogram double spring, and the internals of a 9 volt, or 9 something volt stun gun. Lol, I can't read this quite right. And it's quite genius, but it's a retaliator with a stun gun. And I guess there's a, a huge hoop. Wait a second, is that who I think it is? Is that the guy who put exacto uh, blades on his darts? I don't know. I cut his name out of it, unfortunately. Oh, I man. don't know if it's the same guy. Hold on, hold he on. Issued in the, he issued yes, in. Yes, yes, it's the college. same guy who said who posted a picture of a triad with two darts in it, and the darts had exacto blades glued onto the tips of them, and said for home defense, lol. Wow. Yeah, wow to that. That's a good best of the worst. <laughs> then I'm, I'm going through my screenshots um, oh so apparently now the easiest way to post your flat ranges is by buying those cheap bubble uh, levels yeah like the really cheap ones people are getting so really, like, really specific with how to do range tests while I'm burping yeah. a lot over here Jesus <laughs> so somebody's like you know, oh, these are so cheap. How can uh, they're not going to work right if they're so cheap? And he goes, kind of hard to have a defective bubble level. Yeah, it, it is really hard. I give them extra credit if they can get a defective bubble level. Um, yeah, the, I don't oh. know how you'd mess that up. I can't. Think so of that. you really can't. And then this is a crazy news story. I might as well just read this whole thing since it's so short. Yes. So six students cited for Nerf gun, quote-unquote, wars. Oh, I uh, awesome. You remember this? 
Police have issued disorderly conduct citations to six high school seniors uh, for toy Nerf gun battle. Some residents called police when they saw the young people pointing a gun at a car Tuesday night. But it was only a toy Nerf gun that shoots foam bullets. Police Captain Uha, I'm not going to say your name. A uh, number of people were frightened by the plastic Nerf guns, so officers had to respond appropriately. Or inappropriately? Question mark. Uh, one parent who saw the Nerf gun battle said police went too far in issuing disorderly conduct citations. Uh, the school officials also placed some students on athletic probation. School spokesman said the Nerf gun game comes up from time to time and keeps evolving. That's just kind of a debug. Yeah, I see the best of the worst goes to whoever wrote that for saying Nerf bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Very much so. I, I honestly wish I had a best of the worst because I feel like there's a lot of worse out there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I well, think there's, uh, there's this this person that I don't even know what video this was posted on. I have since forgotten, but typed in my dick is a reverse womb. I have no what? context for that. What? I will give you. <laughs> I always thought best of the worst was more of like for nerf stuff, but I guess not. I feel like this was on a nerf video. I can't I remember. It. This random, random comment that just said, "My dick is a reverse womb." And, and on that I, bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that bombshell, I think that we just have to start pimping where we are, and then. Out. Say goodbye. Yeah. So uh, since Neil is not bad? No, I'll say goodbye for Neil. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. It was really swell, and I enjoyed listening to it because you guys are the best. Well, thank you, Neil. That's quite nice oh, of I you. you. <laughs> Anyways. I am Bubbolello. You can find me at youtube.com slash I am Bubbolello. B-O-B-O-L-O-L-O because apparently people have problems Spelling my name, I don't know why. It's really not that hard. There's no I's, there's no J's, there's no H's, there's just B's, O's, and L's. Not that difficult. <laughs> Seriously, guys, <laughs> it's really not that hard. And facebook.com slash I am Bobolo. Uh, so, yeah. You guys probably already know. Well, I am Vlad Nico. You can find me at youtube.com slash Vlad the Nerf Nico. You can find the podcast on facebook.com slash nerfherderspodcast.com or not .com, however Facebook links work. Facebook.com slash nerfherderpodcast. There we go. You can find the blog at nerfherderspodcast.blogspot.com. It's not nerfherders.blogspot.com because that's someone completely different. Yeah, that that's <laughs> a weird... I'm not even sure what it's supposed I'm to be. I'm not sure what it is either. I found it by accident. So, with us, because we have trouble finding everything to be exactly the same as far as, like, registering domains and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to put Bubbleolo as my YouTube, but apparently it belongs to some Asian dude who doesn't even use it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think um, his actual name is Bobo Lolo. Sorry, bro. That's actually really, really funny. Isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, if Nerf Herder singular doesn't work, try Herders plural and see how that works it's um, nerf herder it should work well no i mean 
because wow. the email is herders. Uh, okay. The you or the Facebook is herders. Uh, so if it doesn't work without the S, try it with the S. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we just added a new thing to the blog. On the right-hand side, about middle of the page, there is a. Do you, do you have my? Do you have the audio recording I left? Yeah, I do. Oh my gosh, you have to add it to this. I, I was gonna troll Vlad. He told me about it, so I left him this this wonderful message. I was gonna play it off as I didn't do it, but he caught on. Oh my gosh, it was so perfect. I, look, I caught on the moment I saw the way that faggot was spelled. Okay. <laughs> F U G G I T. <laughs> You're a fucker. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys are the dumbest people alive. You play with nerf guys, you losers. You nerds. How about you go kill yourself and get your world in big hell, you nerds. I bet you don't even get laid. I bet you giving up the butt to each other, you nerds. Oh, go get a real life. Play some Call of Duty. Go go shoot real guns at each other. That'd be better. You, you guys are the stupidest nerds in the world. I'm going So yeah, uh, you can leave us voicemails. Um, we're limited to 20 per week, but so far it doesn't look like we're going to... Uh, Exceed oh, that. Neil's finally back. Neil's back. I will unmute him so that he can tell us where to find him. Hey, what's up? Wow, wow, Neil, you got here right as we're saying goodbye. Oh, of course. <laughs> I said your goodbye for you. Oh well, thank you. But uh, do you? Where where can we find your uh, like? Do you have any websites you'd like to promote besides you know like penisland.com or something? I'm sorry, say that again? I said, do you have any websites to promote other than, like, Penn Island or for us Mac users, the macuser.org, which is a very helpful website for anyone who uses Mac like me? Oh, really? It really <laughs> is. It is, It is like, sickeningly helpful. You'll just, your stomach will churn at just how much you didn't know <laughs> that you could do with your Mac. It's just you will be disgusted by how much people know <laughs> that you don't. So besides that, do you have any? Besides you like to promote? You will feel like a piece of shit that about the things that you didn't know you could do with your Mac. So, so besides uh, your Vimeo, do you have anything that people should know about? Um, if you guys are interested, I am working on a web series on YouTube. You can look it up called the Large Nerdron Collider. So it's like ha like Large Hadron except nerds. Uh, and what we do is we take like two geeky subjects. Like uh, I think one of the most recent episodes we did was uh, Showtime's The Tudors and uh, History Channel's Vikings. And uh, like we just mix them together, and it's like introducing two pets to get to each other. You know, just seeing how they interact with each other, like what they would do, like what kind of craziness would come from them. Uh, I shoot and edit that. So if you guys are interested, we'd love the views, and hopefully you get something out of it. Um, go check out Z Day if you'd like. Uh, that's about it, really. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm the worst at like pouring myself out. <laughs> I'm pretty good. At it. I had oh no kidding. Practice. 
And it's not even whoring out your products, just yourself. Mm. Yeah, he's offered me a few times. Sunday is free sample yeah. then. <laughs> I've never gotten any. Oh. You're not here on Sundays. Disgusting. <laughs> All I got was a sad handy and unreciprocated oil. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> All I got was a sad handy and crushed dreams. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like we're playing Cards Against Humanity right now. This Love is kind it. of horrifying. Wait, you guys aren't uh, playing Cards Against Humanity? Well, shit. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. I think that wraps it up for this episode of the Nerf Herd Podcast. Yeah, you can. Well, I'm just going to remind them they can send in voicemails. They can oh, yeah, email right. us, nerfherderspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's talk real quick about the poll that we had up since the last time. The question was, what is the gimmickiest vintage blaster? Neil, if you know anything about this, feel free to uh, voice your opinion. We okay. had the Uzinator, the Pulsator, the Razor Beast, the Comlink 2, the Whiptail Scorpion, the Pulsator, and other. Bobo, go ahead. Guess which one. I looked at the Comlink 2. Yes. You want to know why? Because, it's because you copy. didn't vote for your Pulsator. Man, that should just be a given. I'm not going to vote for you. I voted Man, for the, the Pulsator. Anyone who voted for the Comlink should be ashamed of themselves. You. I have no shame. You are. <laughs> screw you, Vlad! Screw you! I Somebody's gonna... got to eventually, right? I, I was gonna say what I was gonna ask if it was the uh, the Uzinator one, you know, the one that like shoots cum at your friends. <laughs> I would I seriously am so close to opening my Uzinator and using it, but at the same time, it's like I really don't want to. Mm, I'm sure you could figure something out. No, I'm gonna leave, leave it in a new inbox. That you do not find the new inbox. Oh, fair enough. That could that could put your kids through college. I guess more like that crossbow could get them through like two-hour class. Oh, well, yeah, hey. <laughs> I'm trying here. Yep. So, so, Vlad, do you have an idea for the next poll? You know what? I really don't, so I will... Ooh, you know what? Let's go with the most useless blaster. Blaster. Uh, modern blaster. So, <laughs> oh, three will I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting mine in as the recon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take that. He, he says that just to spite me. No, because the recon is garbage. But there's always the deploy. No! 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 I was just about to say the deploy. The deploy wins. There's no competition. Oh, deploy. yeah. Never mind. Yeah, the deploy wins. I'm just going to have deploy and then deploy. The deploy. A deploy. <laughs> or deploy. <laughs> or deploy. Okay. <laughs> God, man. I can get behind that. I think that's it, isn't it, lad? I think that's it. So, until next time, everybody, thanks for watching. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. No. Okay. <laughs> goodbye, no. everybody. You want to stick around? Huh? We're still live. No. Yeah, we're still live. You're going to edit this out. Fancy editing skills. <laughs> uh, uh, if you feel recoiled and you're holding the ultimate too close to your face, goodbye, everyone. Special thanks goes out to Fane for the intro music and DJ Obscure for the continual background music. 
You can find DJ Obscure at his SoundCloud over at soundcloud.com slash djobscure1337. Again, that's soundcloud.com slash djobscure1337. This podcast has been brought to you by 3Q Studios, where world domination is at the forefront of our plans.